you're listening to Inside the Inside. My name is Eva Hendrickson. Hello, and welcome to the official podcast from Inside, Interior Architecture Program at Royal Academy of Art, The Hague. If you have ever wondered what it's like here, you tuned in just in time. Today we are talking to three insiders, Chen, Ilaria, and Johannes, who are working on their final project and agreed on us taking a sneak peek into their work, process, and research. Hi, I'm Chen Liu from China. I'm 24 years old. I'm currently doing a master into architecture inside at Kaveka. How did you get here? Yes, I did a bachelor in interior design in China, also in the art school, and maybe that's why I chose Kaveka because we have the both like aim, teaching aim, so we can be more specific on our own method. And what make you uh, choose this path of design, architecture, this interaction? I think I'm quite interested in the spatial design at first because I, when I was quite young, I always see the plan of uh, a normal residential building. I was thinking, oh, I'm going to build a castle or something like this. So I chose interior design. So now you're working on your like final project for this year. We have a site which is an enclave in the Amsterdam city center. It used to be quite close in the like past several years but uh, in recent years it is totally open to the public and we are going to make this uh, site even more open or be more inclusive to the local people. What is your specific interest in this project? Because I see even though basically all the people are quite familiar with the surroundings of this site but uh, no of them are quite familiar with this site into details. So when they have a specific demand, like when I want to be just alone and walking by myself, they don't know which place to go. So I'm going to make something like an introduction of this reopened enclave and introduce other people to use this site kind of properly. So what were the surprising discoveries on your research so far? The most surprising thing for me is like when the tutor introduced the site to me, it sounds like a, a science center, a swimming pool, or a just a green field. But when I really entered the place, I found it is something mixture of everything. So I think maybe we gain information from the social media. We can only capture one image of the site, but when we really enter the site, it is totally different. I'm quite fascinated by this kind of Mm, interesting thing, I would say. Maybe intangible in the yeah, atmosphere. In, yeah, exactly. Oh, atmosphere is the word for my theory also. Are there other keywords that you're kind of focusing or working around? I think mostly spatial uh, atmosphere, but I would specifically explore the public activity and the spatial atmosphere, how they shape each other and how they in fact affect each other. So is uh, right now is the space open and you are yeah. interacting with it? Is, this, is it open for the public? Yes, it is kind of half open because also half of it is still belonging to the military base. So we have to like coexist with those military guys. 
And do you already uh, kind of have a sense of how the project is going to uh, develop in the future? Maybe you have some kind of dream hope, plan. <laughs> I hope this place can be more inclusive at first, and then people can use this place as much as they want, which is my like final goal. But uh, I think in the Amsterdam city, of course, it's an emergency to build as much as many houses as possible. But uh, we still need some public space for people to just have party or communicate with each other. Yeah. Are there any worries in this project? What concerns you? My biggest worry is like we can't really build something big in the sites because we can't use the like workshop on the sites. But uh, I think the most challenging thing is to manipulate something already in the site to make something new. Is there anything else that you would like to tell us about, uh, about yourself, about the project, about in general your outlook on this uh, program that I haven't asked you yet? Mm, first of all, I wish this project will be a success. And in the future, I hope Best of luck for the for the next year, <laughs> I think. <laughs> well said. sending some applications. Busy times. Yeah, exactly. Also because yeah, the thesis is written, but there is the graduation project on which I'm working on. So it's always. I did um, architecture in Florence uh, for, for my BA. And during that time, I had the chance to be in Berlin for one year. And uh, my experience there was to be in a school which was really technical, so no social dimension. And uh, my background in Florence, it was really kind of traditional, so really about the aesthetic of the building and so on. So I felt that uh, according also a bit to my visions and sensibility, I'm also interested into this kind of social dimension and a bit more artistic or more critical. I had a chance in Berlin to meet uh, uh, studios and uh, creative people that collaborate with Insight. So like when I had to choose after my BA which master do, I look at the program of Insight and I felt like, okay, this is what I'm looking for. Kind of, I just went straight uh, yeah, to the China So were side. your uh, hopes fulfilled yeah. here? Yeah, yeah, definitely. When I was a kid, I always wanted to be kind of into the art dimension, but with my dad, I always postponed. Kind of, I was doing a scientific high school and an architecture, 
So for me, entering an Academy of Art, it was a really big step. Like when I came to visit here Kabeka and I saw all the uh, laboratories they have, I felt, oh, okay, here I can really satisfy my uh, playful needs or kind of working with materials and having what's been more uh, critical perspective and different kind of sensibilities, not commercial ones. So entering in Kabeka for me was really a big change, uh, kind of reconnection with my wishes. What are you working on right now? <laughs> um, sometimes I'm still asking myself <laughs> this question. Um, I'm trying with my project uh, to, I think, to give a bit of vision. So I'm creating a fictional society. Yeah, in particular, I'm creating uh, five characters with their name and their stories to really make it understandable by a possible uh, reader. And the intention, I think, is to kind of give a glimpse of a parallel society. So uh, instead of this capitalistic, dominant, uh, uh, disciplined society in which we live, my question is, what if we can, uh, by creating from a community size to really develop another existence, another way of living, another way of inhabiting our lives in a, in a different way. So this is quite a speculative project. Can you tell me more about your research and maybe the most surprising discoveries uh, within it? Mm -hmm. um, to be honest, I also rely a lot on my intuition, I feel. And sometimes I make things and then after I understand their logics. In my BA, I did a kind of more broad research project in which I read um, different uh, philosophers and uh, a really broad uh, research. And I feel now with my graduation project, I took all of my research in the BA and tried to give a kind of other uh, layer of uh, quality, of depth, of depth. So in my thesis, I tried to first read really theoretical uh, contents especially like about uh, this, um, what is otherness uh, or what are these kind of in-between places as potential dimension in which to create a new, a new society. But parallel to this, I also give a lot of space for improvisation. So, and to my eclectic um, vocation, I don't know, like I like to write poems, I like to, to uh, uh, work with my hands. So while doing this uh, really theoretical research, I also found time to experiment, um, just without having a clear goal, but just for the pleasure of researching. I was making screenshots and placing, according to keywords, all the contents I found interesting. And by looking at the contents gathered, I could find ways of expressing values. And by you mentioned keywords. Yeah. Could you maybe share more of that? Yeah, bit? sure. Um, so the ones I put in my folders are um, authorness, um, threshold, language, ritual, interstice. So I'm really broad. But anything within uh, these uh, open words, I always have my cut, my kind of way of reading uh, my, the landscape and the contents and also vocation. So for me, it's a bit the idea of uh, kind of questioning, okay, there is technology. How is it used technology? What do we lose by using technology? We have a language. Is it good to have 
the use of English as a unifying uh, language, with is kind of questioning the extremes of kind of local or universal or uh, old and primitive and new and uh, contemporary. And I always kind of linger on these uh, extremes to, rather than giving an, an answer to this, I try more to talk about it and uh, and then each reader can make their own uh, interpretations or questions. It's very democratic. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any worries that you have about your project? Is there something that, I don't know, keeps you awake? Uh, yes, I feel for sure um, dealing with the amount of work and time available. How can you make this vision become real? Like, or it becomes a practical thing, or I think that maybe is sometimes it's just about just letting this uh, idea go and see what how it materializes yeah. or doesn't. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then it's also a question like, to whom are you speaking? Like, maybe the target of people to whom I speak, maybe it's uh, too difficult uh, language, and maybe that's also my wish to okay, if I make a. a uh, a story, if I write a poem, or if I make a physical object or a performance, I can maybe more easily reach different kind of mentalities. Is there anything that I haven't asked, but it's really important for uh, everybody to know? I ended up, I think, in uh, in uh, in the last autumn to to write in my notebook these uh, two words like fear and uh, coraggio. Uh, kind of fear or encourage and I feel that we should have maybe have more hope <laughs> I think in general like being less fearful lonely people but more collectively uh, feeling be more comrades and having share more courage between each other. Hi, I'm Ilaria, I'm 26 years old and I'm attending the first year uh, master inside. Uh, I have a background already in interior uh, architecture, design actually. I studied in Italy, Milano. Uh, then I worked for a couple of years, uh, but then I was like bored to work for like practices and architectural firm. And I wanted to, to investigate more uh, like my own um, position into the design field, so I decided to apply here. I mean, in general, compared to other countries, but also compared to other schools in here in the Netherlands, we are really lucky to be, I mean, to have access to school and also to facilities. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. What are you working on right now? It's a final project of the year, right? Uh, yeah, like for the first year, we have three studios, like three main studios. The last one, which is like the longest one, and it's in, I mean, you can see the things around here because we are working on this uh, uh, site in Amsterdam. It's an um, ex-military zone. Uh, I mean, was first to, um, assigned to the Navy only in 2013 or 15. It was open to, to, to the public. Uh, and now we've been asked to approach this site uh, from different perspectives, actually. First, the... Um, like uh, like like ecological um, site like part of the site, but with my mate May, we were immediately fascinated in how to combine the archaeology, the, um, the ecological with the archaeological part of the site. So now we are working on how archaeology can be a way to investigate the, the site through design. And now we just like we, we just whole ended the first half of a month, 
in which we did a huge, like super huge research on site. Unfortunately, I had COVID for the whole month, so I was in uh, like uh, yeah into my room. But I kind of um, followed the thing uh, yeah from my bed. And now we are turning the we're trying to turn this into a design, and it's really hard because like I'm speaking for my research is really really uh, conceptual, and it's hard to shift in a uh, design way. So yeah. is that would, would that be one of your uh, kind of main worries about this project? Starting to actually yes. make uh, actually yes because like from one side it's a pity to leave uh, many stuff that we encountered like during this uh, this big research, and I'm still trying to find maybe a small way to try to keep some parts that maybe uh, you you shouldn't consider as like uh, designable but they actually are really interesting to keep to bring there so like now the thing we are i mean me and me we are working on is to investigate this site through uh, walking as a research method which is something also the kabeka did a lot and we are reading many stuff like um, yeah uh, i mean books but also uh, authors and researchers, anthropologists who work with the walking system as a way to discover and to encounter new landscapes. For us, this will mean that we want to unlock the site, the history of the site, uh, but it's still really abstract for now. But maybe this can be a way to attach the site. Yeah. We also do uh, quite some walking as research. Really? And, uh, yeah, we, we quite often end up with designs that were just landed out of nowhere, uh, where when, if you can actually experience the space and maybe see what uh, is missing there or sure. what could be enhanced. Because like the, the whole maybe like big feature of the site is that it is keeping now this kind of like mystery of, of being um, enclosed for like so many years. But like from the other aspect, like people are just uh, using this terrain um, as it's a, a normal part of the city of Amsterdam. But this dualism is still there, and we wanted like people who knows about the who know about the site to uh, unlock this for like other users. We have the, the chance to speak with this really cool uh, archaeologist. We actually spoke with two of them, and they gave us two different perspectives. One is really uh, how can I say, like material focus, and the other one is really more uh, on the in- intangible heritage of, of the site. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I'm really fascinated, but I'm really worried to not be able to bring all the poetic I met for the site to the others. But we have still some weeks to work on it. So it's let's say, uh, trust the research, uh, yes. trust the process. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> We have been asked to choose topics, and then according to who choose some topic, we pair up. So it's good to choose something immediately, following your instinct, let's say, or like maybe your. I mean, I'm since ever interesting into interested into working with ecology and like archaeology stuff, but maybe due to my studies before, or also like to my how can I say like like background, I was more into the design itself, like of interiors. And I really see Netherlands as a potential uh, uh, landscape to work with ecology and archaeology. So I took the the chance to investigate these as like the first step, and I was happy to see that someone else did the same. So this it was really interesting for for me as a really positive like gleam to start this project. That's yeah. really nice. Yeah. Unfortunately, I had COVID, so I I miss like the whole uh, uh, nice part where when they all went there and see the site. I had to go afterwards alone, but it was still nice.
Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for more features of the Talented Insiders.